And I got to get this over here. Why is this not working? There we go. I did not have on my scorecard J.D. Vance and Mark Cuban arguing on Twitter today. But they Oh, are. my God. Do you think uh, someone asked me about why he sold the Mavericks? And I said, well, maybe he's considering a political career. That can't be it, right? He's he'd what do be I have for ads? Precision. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why he would. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I guess. If he but did, why but would you want to? Yeah, You're worth I, more money than you know what to do with. Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, maybe Chris, I'm gonna say something here that uh, <laughs> will will upset your cynical side, but perhaps uh, he would just like to help. Just say vote for him. Remember, that's how that's how why people used to get into politics, Chris. That's a good point. Yeah, you got to go back to about Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> well, not that far, Joe. Come on. <laughs> John, I'm not offended at that. No, I, I hope not, Chris. It wasn't meant to offend. Okay, let's see. What Speaking I of that, I ran into a city council member at the Jordan High School basketball game. He said, you should consider. I go, are you out of your mind? <laughs> not a chance. You in H E double hockey sticks would I run for any political office? I subscribe to the Mike Fratelloni theory. There was the 90s. Yeah, nobody cares about that stuff anymore. Any surprises on the Epstein list? Didn't seem like it. Reavers, what are you going to do about my ink? Do you need it today? Well, I'm sure going to need it tomorrow. All right. I'm gonna... I can't see this stuff. You ain't seen them? I can't see it. Okay. You All know right. what? I... What is this? This don't look right. This don't look right. This don't look right. What it is? You know what I did you over our, uh, our little break, fellas? Uh, huh? 13 years. Okay. Let's everybody pause. Okay. Remember the rule about 2024? No talking unless everyone's got their damn headphones on. I was just going to say, tell everybody to put their headphones on then. You're right, you're right inside my head there, Chris. Maybe <laughs> Catherine's one-year birthday today. Happy really? birthday. How's she doing? Great, compared to when she was born. Right. Oh, one year true. already? Holy yeah. moly. Uh, over the break, I uh, framed and hung all my various GL posters and pictures. How about that, huh? Uh, it took me 13 years, but or 12 years, 11 years, however old they are. Are they going to have cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. You read that down. Yeah. Yeah, that's number whatever. Oh. Jessica, I don't need a new pair of running shoes right now. I don't like the ones that you wear. <laughs> well, who gives a damn? <laughs> I wear really ugly Brooks only because they're the most comfortable shoes I can find. Well, that's why I like of. these because I have wide feet. Yeah. And getting a, a size 14 wide is damn near impossible. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, she said, I don't like those. Because we spent way too much time together over the holidays. And uh, I said, what's wrong with them? She said, I, I go, I ordered them because, in fact, I'm wearing them right now. Scott from uh, Inver Grove, Never Afraid and Always Pushing Back. Yeah. He, he researched Mark Anderson, the letter writer, and uh, uh, apparently discovered that he's a frequent contributor to the Star Tribune. Guessing he's not a listener. Hardcore lefty. Yeah. Drives a uh, Tesla. Got signs in his yard, worried about the climate. And, okay. Yeah. Nice to see you. <laughs> so I was right about calling him a clown. Yeah, you were. Thank you. So my shoes, Joe, they, they work great on ice and snow. <laughs> they grip. I got new shoes. I got new shoes. I'm going to clear up some old business at the beginning of the show. You hear me? You hear me? Uh, you I, hear I do, me? Joe. I I hear you. Uh, uh, uh. Um, Caitlin brought you over a new printer cartridge. Would you like me to replace it right now, or no. can it wait till after the program? You can you can wait. Uh, no, this uh, isn't working. <laughs> Are you writing today? Yep. All right. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you guys I have to leave right away. So good. You do write today. Yep. Oh, so I can get out of here. <laughs> It says, ah, snap. Oh, has arrived. There you go. You're getting new ink as we speak. Yes, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get the bill. Yeah. Thanks, Caitlin. I don't, did I tell you I went to EcoFund during our little time off? What'd you buy? There's a four by four for kids that's just uh, that mimics a Jeep. Looks just like a Jeep. It even has a jerry can on the back and a spare tire. And it would accommodate, you know, if somebody as old as a 16 or 17 year old. Top speed is 20 miles an hour, but little kids can do it because an adult could ride with them. Sure. Okay. So that's one thing. And then I think I got to get a Vespa scooter. And, it's gonna uh, have tassels. And there's some other things in there that are. That's the that's the biggest toy department I've ever seen. That's neat. Oh, hey, did you see the gal from Towsley emailed you? Yeah. Or you're not mentioning it? What about it? Oh, okay. I just thought that was interesting that Sheila was listening. Well, she said, "Do you want to talk to us?" No, I don't. I got an EcoFund. I'm worried about it. Right. So you're waiting for EcoFund. Well, lock get. her up out there and shut off the lights. Oh, is she putting it in? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. She's she's gone. <laughs> oh, well. She, you know what? So confused. she can feel it was your, the thought that counts. She can feel the fact that you're grateful. Huh? Yes, Mr. <laughs> Epstein. That's an unsavory crowd. That crowd would have made me nervous to be around. <laughs> well, um. Did, it, did he make his money through just blackmailing people? It sounds um, like that's how he stayed afloat. If he didn't yeah. make it that way, that's how he stayed afloat. I yeah. got news for your guy, Aaron Rodgers, Johnny. He uh, he better yeah. be careful. Yeah, that was uh, kind of a silly thing to do. Did, especially did he and Kimmel have a feud? 
I don't know, but that what? Why is he doing? Why is he even? I know he's a complete narcissist that can't help himself. But dude, you're talking about. I mean, Kimmel could go after him for every last cent he owns. Well, then McAfee trying to justify yesterday by saying, oh, we're just joking around. That's what we no, do. No, no. Like, it's like, uh, especially Pat, uh, when this dumb shit, Roger, sorry, sorry, Council Rogers, this dumbass, he, he's going after Kimmel, who is the late night host on the network that um, pays him. Yeah. Well, that's the part that kind of boggles my mind, but I don't think Aaron probably thought that through, but Aaron wants to pretend <laughs> that he's just smarter than everybody else. I honestly, I hope, and I'm not a Kimmel guy by any means. I hope Kimmel sues him for every last penny he owns. I really do. I think it'd be hilarious. And he have to play at least 50, Joe. 50. What was that drug? Rattle, hey, look at the time. Well, I'm, look hello. at the time. Rattle hardware and garden stores. Are you good on ads? Yeah, God. let's go. Baseball quotes has this uh, Jared Weaver and Seeger thing again. I love that. Right, come on, let's go. We're Weaver. Weaver. I'm ready. Then Weaver. tell me when to I'm, do it. I'm too busy Not looking at Jared Weaver. Can. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1219. January 4, 2024. 47 degrees was the record high on this day just recently, 2019. And it was 32 below on this day in 1884. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, King. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. The record high temperature in the United States for January was 98 degrees. It was 1954. I think it was in Texas. Uh, wouldn't you think, given all the BS we got to hear every day, that it would have been more recently than that? I'm just saying. Yeah. I know it doesn't Possibly. mean anything. 19. 98. 98 and 58. 54. Four. What are you doing keeping score? I got to clean up some old business here. <laughs> uh, John, over. for you, <laughs> Yeah. Robert F. Kennedy has already withdrawn from the Democratic primary oh, process. He, and he is attempting to run as an independent. That's why there was an uh, announcement that he'd successfully reached the threshold for ballot access in Utah. Well, and that's so a, far, only Utah. But that's a primary, though, in March that he hit the threshold for. So does he run as an independent in a primary? How does okay. that work? Well, I don't want to hear from this guy again, Andrew. I'll, uh, I'll look it up. I mean, he's busy enough, for God's sake. I believe he wants to be independent together. together right? Well, I'm getting news about <laughs> RFK, and this comes to us from Master Sergeant Jonathan Young, a.k.a. Jojo, in, uh, where is it? Up, in Tennessee. I was listening to the podcast yesterday, and I heard RFK Jr., anti-vaxxer and conspiracist. 
as his descriptor, much like Rookie would be described as a food enthusiast. <laughs> as a GLer, we're taught to push back and question things. I used to think he was a little weird, too, but then I heard a two-and-a-half-hour interview with him on Joe Rogan, and this fellow linked me to that. I can listen to it. All of the weird things I thought about him were explained. This isn't an endorsement, but I thought you all should take the time and listen to the interview and see if you feel the same most importantly, a few people chimed in to say that he was a cook. The one thing I do know is between our current president and former president, he is way more logical and normal. So I would look into him a little more than the sound bites we normally get. He may be the best option come November, pushing back in Tennessee, Master Sergeant. Uh, I got a number of emails recommending that I look at RFK Jr. And let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Um the the reason I'm glad he mentioned that that's how I kind of changed my tune a tad on RFK Jr. was his interview with Rogan because I heard it and I thought, okay. all right, he might be a little bit loony, but he's he's very smart. You don't think we get loony. two loonies now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I come on in, you know. And the same Andrew writes. <laughs> uh, the same Andrew Smith writes. <laughs> Yesterday's show, you spent some time complaining about Tom Emmer and the rest of the Minnesota congressional Republicans endorsing Donald Trump. You're, you accurately pointed out that Trump opposed Tom when Tom was nominated to be Speaker of the House. The reason Tom is endorsing Trump now is due to simple, cold, cynical, and rank politics. He, uh, thank you. You didn't think I knew that? Why do you think I brought the whole damn thing up? The Iowa caucuses are Monday, January 15. The New Hampshire primary is the 23rd. The Minnesota primary is March 5th. Trump will be the Republican Party presidential nominee. Pretty much the only thing that can stop him would be an act of God. Trump will handily win the Minnesota presidential primary. He has too many supporters among the Republican base, especially in the four congressional districts held by Republicans. That's where the politics comes in. I wish this guy would tell me something I don't know. <laughs> Trump doesn't need Emmer's support, but Tom needs Trump to at least remain silent about Tom's own reelection. Trump and his hardcore supporters are more vindictive than they are loyal. These endorsements are not designed to help Trump win Minnesota. They are designed to help the congressmen's Emmer, Fishback, Stauber, and Finstead deflect endorsement and primary challenges of their own. That's why they waited until now. Wow. I'd like to think that if I was a congressman, I'd refuse to play this type of game. But if I was a congressman, I wouldn't be the number three Republican in the House within 10 years of my first election and have a viable shot at the speakership in 27 or 29. Congressman Emmer is in that position because he does play that game, pushing back from North St. Paul, Andrew Smith. Again, well, uh, thank you, but I, I, I think I pretty much had a handle on that. You had it perfectly. Think how cynical that entire letter is there that you just read. I know, and he's at peace with that, apparently. Well, well Andrew, I, Andrew I happen to know, is deeply involved in politics. Well, okay, I know <laughs> you are, and that's what you're involved in. You're involved in a bunch of BS. And, and uh, Emmer, you have no balls. And uh, you're invited onto this show, and I'll tell you that in person. Now, he did respond to us. He sure did, Joe. And he said he'd like to come on, but he was what, busy? Washing his balls. No, he was on a, uh, he was on a flight yesterday, so I was in touch with both him and his communications uh, director. Huh. We need people to stop playing politics. 
it, the Republican Party needs to be completely reinvented. There isn't one. There isn't a Democratic Party but, either. Yeah, exactly. but, again, but again, Joe, nobody disagrees with you. But again, it's going to come down to two options. That's what's going to happen, and we all know it. Now for something completely different. Thank God. No. Well, I, I, this no, fellow must totally be given. This fellow must be given his due. Richard Husong. Now for years, for years and years and years. In fact, I wanted to end. I told Reavers that yesterday. It, it has ended. We've played the Christmas prank rivalry <laughs> for the last time. <laughs> for, for God help us, for a long time, and it was hilarious the first five times. I don't want it played anymore. It's done. Look at me. Focus. I'm not playing it. It yeah. doesn't bother me. I, I still think it's fun. Okay. To the mayor and flashlight king. Hail you. you. I am writing this slow so you can read it slow. Oh. Well. The Air Force. <laughs> I don't know why you're ripping it's the Air Force. <laughs> I do it at the airport all the time. You have been had. I have listened to the Christmas prank for years now. And must point out some facts to check. Other than Joe's cackle or honking, the storyline has now gotten painful. Do they live 2,500 feet or is it 2,300 feet from each other? Oh, who is splitting hairs? Oh, well, that's the whole point of this email. Uh, yeah. So Buckle just, up. Let, yeah. Okay. Price of extension cords. 16 gauge times 100 feet is $29 each times 2,500 feet equals $750. 14 gauge at 100 feet, 70 bucks each times 2,500 feet is $1,750. Who would pay that? Where to store said cords? Voltage drops. And you go to a website called wiresizecalculator.net. Trickyneighbor.com. 16 gauge at 2,500 feet would have negative voltage of 5 volts. 14 gauge at 2,500 feet would have about 42 volts. Volts. Forget voltage dimmer. I'm just a semi-retired 72-year-old farmer with a curious but techie mind. This is not meant to be mean but meaningful. Rich from Heron Lake, Minnesota. So he took a cold, hard look at this prank. Okay. And he said, boy, that was an expensive prank. I don't necessarily believe that means we've been had. If that prank was that good and he pulled it off, I'd say it was worth $1,750. Okay, but hang on. My guess is they're both rural. They were. Uh, I'm sure he already had that many extension cords that's hanging a long around. way to run that's a half a mile to run extension cords but i bet he already had a whole bunch of extension how many extension cords do you have quite a You're few in the city you don't even need them for quite a few them. right but i couldn't run them 2500 feet like to mr u's house to no i could get that far okay. but that's not 2500 well, feet i have it right here this world that you imagine here, here's what happened last night. All right. Got home. Uh, yeah. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> now, it was wonderful, and it's entered the lore of garage logic. It's right up there with double flange on the joist. I think so, but bring it out in the future sometime. You don't need to do it. As... How about in like 12 months, 11 months? Typically when it does get right dusted off in the Well, closet. what do you think of this fellow's contention? Do you think that... 
Do you think just given the math of the money he had to spend at one of the Fratelloni's hardware stores that that he spent too much and this couldn't possibly be true? I'm willing to overlook that due to the charm of the thought that went into and it. I've always said, even if that wasn't true, it was wonderful. It was great. And I've got news for, what was this emailer's name? This man's name is Richard. Richard, I hate to <clears throat> burst your audio listening bubble, but about mm, 90% of radio bits that you hear are completely made up. Mm-hmm. You know, the War of the Roses, but, those are all actors. But we... <laughs> We didn't make this. No, up. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even care if this guy, his name was Greg, by the way, and even though you called him Tom in the last episode, whatever. This guy right. may have embellished a few things, but who gives a damn? It was funny. Yeah. Well, remember this. This is the last word. Just remember this. <laughs> Trees can't really talk or dial into a radio show. <laughs> if you're going to split hairs. Hmm. What does that have to do with this? We also didn't talk bury to the, the Chilean tree, miner tree. Oh, when he left right. the trees, capsule. Trees can't dial phones. Can you hold me? Let alone go on a smoke break. <laughs> Why don't I ever hear that replayed? Oh, we've replayed we, that. We replayed it a bunch. Was this? Oh. I, I thought that was. Can you hold me? Yeah. yeah. That is well, the new. Wait, let that be the new light rivalry. Christmas light rivalry. <laughs> For sure. We'll run that sucker into the ground. You bet. <laughs> Then we're doing a funny uh, bit like that, and then you point out reality versus right. letting it go. Right. So it's tit for tat. I've always you know been a fan of the fact that what we do here is theater of the mind. Yeah. I can picture. Uh, Scott from Intergrove, never afraid and always pushing back, did some homework, all legal and above board. Did some homework on the letter writer we mentioned yesterday, who I envied, Mark Anderson of Wayzata, mm-hmm. who uh, looks at Minnesota with a blissful attitude and, and rose-colored glasses. And I thought that, man, that 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 takes some that takes some attitude, and good for him. And what uh, Scott discovered is that uh, he's been a reliable lefty contributor to the Star Tribune. Okay, and. Uh, might in fact drive a uh, Tesla and might in fact uh, be quite uh, known as a uh, reliable regressive. I refuse to believe they're progressive. Okay. They're taking us backwards. <clears throat> Just as the uh, climate people would take you backwards, not, not forward. Right. And, uh, it, and I have just a couple, just two climate events. I'm, I, I think they have to remain uh, in the news of Garage Logic uh, throughout 2024 because it's a really important pushback in order to preserve our society. You cannot let these hysterical people win. They remember, and I've told you this till I'm blue in the face this whole movement has nothing to do with the temperature, the environment, the climate, nothing. Nothing? Zero. Mm. And uh, Jordy alerted me to uh, uh, the fact that, well, it's a fact based on the free press. I'm sorry, the free beacon, but uh, the facts seem true. The Associated Press has a foreign donor, and it wants to transform its journalists into community activists on climate change. The AP doesn't seem interested in publicizing that. 
The KR Foundation, a Danish nonprofit that seeks the rapid phase out of fossil fuels, gave the equivalent of 300 grand to the AP in December of 2022, according to the charity's annual report. Though the AP says it is committed to the highest practical, practical, practicable degree of transparency regarding its backers, the news outlet added that the KR Foundation uh, added the KR Foundation to its list of current philanthropic supporters only this month, according to a Washington Free Beacon review of the AP website. It's the latest left-wing charity to fund the AP, which says it is read by 4 billion people each day. Philanthropies that support packing the Supreme Court, defunding the police, and other left-wing initiatives have contributed millions of dollars to the AP in recent years. The KR Foundation sees media outlets as prime targets to push its climate agenda. It funds media outlets to significantly influence the media narrative around climate policy, its grant to the AP, which extends through December of 2024, this year, is to be used for the Wire Services Global Scholars Network. While the AP says it maintains editorial independence from its deep-pocketed donors, its climate reporting reflects many of the KR Foundation's core beliefs. A recent AP story about the UN's annual climate conference praised negotiators who sought a phase-out of fossil fuels in order to save a planet in peril that is dangerously warming. An article last month asked, how did humans get to the brink of crashing climate? Now, Jordy went to the website of the KR Foundation, which we have learned from this piece is a uh, Danish nonprofit. Okay. From their website. There is no other solution to the climate crisis than to change current production and consumption patterns, especially in high-income countries, us. To enable this, we must rethink the current economic system, including its theoretical and methodologic methodology. Methodologically. Methodological underpinnings to create an economy that works for both the planet and translation, reduce the standard of living, especially in productive Western countries by ending capitalism. That's what this is about. This is a social movement. It has nothing to do with what the temperature happens to be. Right. What about the people coming across the border though? I, I, I heard yesterday that that was a ball about climate change. Yeah, it, it, that was a canard. Oh, we call that a canard. I see. Yeah. Now, uh, and I won't linger on this because I, I believe every word of it. I believe there are charitable philanthropic organizations that have these uh, these nefarious uh, outcomes at, at heart. They would wish they would wish to ruin the way things are going. Mm -hmm. We've we've been fighting it in this country. We call it the mystery. And their last gasp, it seems to me, has been the climate. Mm -hmm. It seems to me to be, they've already won in the academy. It's failed. Right. Yeah, they've taken, they've teared that, they've torn that down. There was a guy, speaking of that, that had the list of all of the various spin jobs of the Claudine Gay story. Mm -hmm. It was hysteric. I mean, you had the Times, you had Politico, and all of these, 
different headlines were it was truly comical. Let me get to Claudine Gay in a moment. Oh, I'm I, sorry. Because yeah. I have an observation about her. I want to finish this climate nonsense. I, I have a piece from the Charlotte Observer that I found to be somewhat ironic. It's a uh, the Charlotte uh, newspaper that would be I would consider that conventional news gathering. Uh, and they have got a piece here about polar bear polar bears hold secret to surviving frigid weathers, frigid winters, and we can benefit. Study says. Okay. Well, why are we even worried about this? Right. I thought we weren't supposed to be worried about frigid winters. It turns out though that somebody researched it and found that textiles that mimic polar bear fur are the real answer to warding off the cold. Textiles that mimic real polar bear fur. That's right. <laughs> okay. You got that? Uh, I don't know why. Polar bears stay warm <laughs> in Arctic temperatures. And not one mention of, of global warming in this piece, which mm. I found mm. refreshing. Okay. Uh, polar bears stay warm in Arctic temperatures thanks to the unique structure of their fur, Matt, the researchers said. Each strand of polar bear fur contains tiny air pockets that trap heat and prevent that heat from escaping. The porous core is then surrounded by a dense outer shell. The scientists imitated this structure with a lightweight synthetic material called an encapsulated aragol fiber. They found that the polar bear-inspired aragol material maintains its heat-trapping properties even after being stretched, washed, and dyed. Well, what do you do with the polar bear coat? The group knitted a sweater out of the revamped aragol fiber and tested its insulation against a down jacket, a wool sweater, and a long-sleeved cotton top. Hmm. And guess what won? The polar bear... Polar bear. Polar bear hair one. Down jackets. I'm just going to give you a little history here because I know you like when I do that. Usually that's goose down, is it not? Feathers? Uh, let me just get to okay. this part. All right. <laughs> <laughs> down jackets. Put that one down for me. Had a. <laughs> down jackets had a 100-year heyday in global fashion thanks to Australian mountaineer George Finch, according to Snowshoe Magazine. You get that one? In 1922, Finch was the laughingstock of his mountaineering circle, showing up to climbs wearing strange pillowy garb made of feathers and hot air balloon fabric while his friends continued to dress in tweed. He soon silenced their taunting, however, climbing higher than anyone else had ever climbed in their during their gatherings. Years later, Eddie Bauer created a more functional Quiltec version of Finch's invention after he nearly died of hypothermia on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington State. The new warm down jackets became extremely popular. They represent a major step forward in creating thinner winter clothing on a mass scale. According to Nature, uh, capitalized, it must mean the magazine, the synthetic polar bear fur is far from ready to be mass produced, but the research team has high hopes. We are planning to improve its scalability. How? By 
a researcher in the study told the outlet. Hmm. Now, do we get the name of the study? We we really don't. It's just it's just very important in conventional news gathering to always cite a study. It's to the point now where we don't even identify the study, just so there was a study. Okay. But nowhere does it mention why in the hell are we worried about cold weather? Well, you don't have cold weather anymore. It's true. Yeah. And any type of use of the weaponry of the polar bear femur? No, no. I'm going to get know. to Claudine Gay after the break because I have an observation to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, I want to know. I want to note that Tom and Egan writes, uh, much like you had to take people's phones and show them how to access the podcast. I feel like ripping the phone out of your hand and adding great. Just a minute. Minds think alike. Start over and adding precision garage door of the Twin Cities to your contacts. That way you don't have to rummage around looking for a scrap of paper that you wrote the number down on in a mythical telephone closet. If something goes wrong with your garage door, you have it at your fingertips. Good luck and happy new year, Tom and Egan. And this fellow or this gal, Kathleen writes, I'm a fan of the podcast and listen to the episodes daily. I want to thank you for precision garage door advertising. My garage door broke, and I knew it right away. I knew right away who to call. I contacted Precision and late Saturday night. This is dated yesterday. And a very kind, knowledgeable technician was able to come out the next day, which was a Sunday morning on New Year's Eve day. And he fixed it perfectly. Hmm. All right. That, because that's what they do. Right. Now, don't put the number. Uh, Tom has got a great point. Put the number in your contacts for precision door, uh, precision garage door of the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. They're your new garage door guy, but you get the whole family. Got it. Put this in your contacts. Precision, right, right, precision door. Okay. Well, I'm going to enter it in my phone, though. In your contacts. So I can type it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, 612. All right. 263. Got it. 6985. All right. They serve the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekends. They take care of everything top to bottom, side to side, even including new doors. And they're still looking for employees, particularly in the warehouse uh, uh, position, the warehouse inventory position. And they pay well and they're great people. The people they hire tend to stay because they appreciate and compensate great work. Uh, it's precisiondoormn.com. That's precisiondoormn.com. Or go to the contacts on your phone and call Precision Door at 612-263-6985. Yes, John. What? Oh. <clears throat> I thought you were going to ask a question. I huh? stopped. Yeah. No, I went like the drums. <laughs> I see. Oh, I to see. Do yeah. the bus. Uh, RFK Jr. Apparently, that was for the primary, not the primary, but the main election in Utah. So that's what, what that is. And, we're not going to get into it. Yeah, and I didn't want to get into it, but I'm sorry, the man's a lunatic. 
But well, I didn't think he wanted to do a whole segment on Robert Kennedy Jr. And, well, and remember, he's, he's, well, he's very active in state Republican politics. Is he any more crazy than our other options? Well, yes. Is there our other one? What? Well, Trump and Biden. Right. Now, Senator Biden. I mean, it's a senile corner. I mean, what? come on in. Everybody get in. Why, why not? <laughs> why do you think Russia and China want Trump elected? Because they know he's an idiot. Well, China wants Biden because they control him. Well, um, I, so I they think want, they want Trump more than Biden. I think China and Russia both. Well, let's see. We're on the council, aren't we? Yeah. There are significant things they may uh, have over a certain presidential candidate that uh, isn't Biden. Let's put it we that way. We still need to get to the bottom of how much money that grifter Trump took when he was president from foreign countries. Right. Yeah. See the new story today? Mm -hmm. 7.8 mil. And that's the tip but of again, the iceberg. But again, okay, they're both, they're both guilty. But they're both where, where is the proof that this has happened with Biden? Because the Republicans have been saying for 13 months they had it, and they've never brought it forward. Where is it? I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to. I, seriously, I do not want to talk about either of these two anymore. laptop. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I cannot tell you how little I want to talk it's about that, either that. of these two. I have a new one. Good luck, Chris. It's January. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> January. Chow, 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 chow. Oh, crap. That's right. What do you got? We got new music. <clears throat> new music. I saved a bunch of stuff on here, Joe, so just bear with me. Maybe we should just start doing like all sports and we wouldn't have to talk about the president. No? Yes. Music? How about all music? All music all the time. All the time. There you go. I still think a uh, station in town would work that was just a constant loop of news, weather, traffic, right. the markets, and sports. What's that? Constant. That's all you get. All day this long. News, weather, sports. That's WBBM in Chicago. And last I checked, they were pretty healthy. Uh, did you just bring up Odyssey? Is that why this came up? No, I mean, I, 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 if I was king, I would turn AM 1500 into a constant oh. loop of news, weather, traffic, sports, the market. News, weather, traffic, sports, the market. Because Odyssey is apparently going to file Chapter 11. I don't know what Odyssey is. They own CCO. Let's go. Well, CCO isn't doing that. They think they're well, still they're a, a station with personalities. Any, Rook, I need... Uh, there be any available? No. I need Zuras and Masonic. <laughs> well, let's go here. Sorry. I need... Same as yesterday. Zuras, Masonic, and Welter. Okay. Joe, well, are you ready? You no, know, you know what? I've got all kinds of stuff here. None of it's none of it are audio drops. What do you have? Oi vey. <laughs> and I want rookie. Hey, I've uh, been working on this little scheme that I wanted. Ooh, I don't right. want Whoa, that. that? <laughs> wait, wait, let that finish. Rookie, I want new drops for this year. Make them. What do you do got? them? What are we doing? Well, That's get inventive and do it. Hey, we got to use the sound. This well, then get guy, him. Chris Corley. Are we still using Chris Corley? No, Let's go God, here. No. Let's go. No. Who's our sound guy? Uh, 
Let's go here. Okay. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. I'm telling you right now, folks, that I have got a fantastic deal for you. It's 2024. That means we start anew. So why don't you get that dirty old carpet left over from Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day? How about a nice fresh start? How about a nice deal? Well, you can get three rooms, zero resified if you tell them the Rook sent you, for $119. And you can, this month, take $75 off when you get your Air Ducts Zero Res clean. Of course, I'm talking about Zero Res. They started with Garage Logic way back when. They've been around Minnesotans. All sorts of 17,000 reviews is what they have. Poke around and find out. 4.9 rating on Google. That's fantastic. And they stand behind everything with their Zero Res. Gotta love it, guarantee. Right now, get those carpets clean. Uh, they've got all sorts of stuff too. They can do furniture as well. Go ahead and talk to them about what they can do. I don't have enough time. I only have 5960 to get this word out. So call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Go online to zeroresminnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie special. I've used Zero Res. They've been in my couple of my homes, and I really want you to take advantage of this special. 119 bucks and 17 uh and uh, 75 bucks off when you get your Air Ducts Zero Res Clean. Z-E-R-O-R-E-E-Z. Spelled forward or backward. It's spelled the same way. Zero Res. I've been saying for years until I'm blue in the face. Oh, oh I was blue in the face about the climate. I've also been blue in the face telling you that the academy's failed. And that never... You don't pick up that strain of thought in conventional news gathering institutions but the claudine gay situation has at least at least has the conventional news gatherers taking a look at that but it won't be official until the new york times reports it but no it's failed and from minute one of the claudine gay situation is it claudine yes claudine gay situation i said the problem was she never should have been there in the first place Will you all corroborate that? Unqualified. Yes. Yes. You didn't say that. Well, yes. to, to, okay, but now that's official because finally the New York Times is saying that. Uh, See, I don't count because <laughs> I'm in flyover country. But a column, their columnist, Brett Stevens, has written exactly that. The real problem is why Gay got the Harvard job to begin with. Well, what if with you elites in your six-block radius in lower Manhattan would listen to Garage Logic, you would have known why Claudine Gay got the job in the first place. Brett, Brett is not a liberal, though. Brett is a conservative writer. Well, by their standards. Uh, well, no, he's a, he's a conservative. Well, he's late to the party. He's late to the party. Brett, I've been saying this for two months. The reason she got the gig is the problem. She got the gig because of DEI. She has no publishing history. She has nothing. She was some plagi light plagiarism. And they couldn't be happier. Harvard couldn't have been happier. But he writes that uh, he, he's acknowledging this. Uh, the point may now be moot, but the important question for Harvard was never whether Gay should step down. It was why she was brought on in the first place. No bleep. But that's why the academy's failed. The academy has eliminated the search for intelligence. The academy has eliminated meritocracy and replaced it with this 
oppressed versus oppressor dynamic that has nothing to do with learning nuclear fission or accounting or whatever. You can still learn that stuff, but you got to go through all this BS and still put up with it. Mm -hmm. The Academy has surrendered that. And it was not a surprise at all that Claudine Gay was president of Harvard. The shame of it and the humiliation of it was that she got to be president of Harvard. And oh, by the way, Brett, you ever need any help? You just give me a call. And oh, by the way, she's staying on the books. Oh, I heard that nine hundred thousand dollars. I don't know where that figure came from. Well, uh, I mean, if it came from Twitter, I'm uninterested in it. She's going to stay. She's going to stay at Harvard as some sort of she's, professor, presumably of a of a class that can't be graded for failure, because the the academy is so miserably failed. But that's by the wayside. I thought it was the Associated Press, but I'm well. Do you believe the AP now that I just told you about accepting money from the Danes to enforce climate change hysteria? Come on, pay attention. What's going on? Let's keep sharp here. Another email thing. And and Stevens writes, why is she there? The answer, I think, is where there used to be a pinnacle, there's now a crater. It was created when the social justice model of higher education, currently centered on diversity, equity, and equity and inclusion efforts, and heavily invested in the administrative side of the university, blew up the excellence model centered on the idea of intellectual merit and chiefly concerned with knowledge discovery and the free and vigorous contest of ideas. Brett, I I love your writing. I've read you for years. You could have called me five years ago when I told you this. This is what's happened. But it's now official. See, it's okay now. They'll even they'll serious people will take a look at it now because the New York Times has a columnist who had the had the great sense to at least write this. Uh oh, well, let's see what. Uh, oh, he thinks that the uh, he thinks that change began in 1978 with the Baki decision when the Supreme Court effectively greenlit affirmative action in the name of diversity. Yes, affirmative action was a mistake in my estimation. That began the downfall. Not because black students or students of color aren't talented. It was because they were assumed they weren't. It was the introduction of the soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you give me Brett's last name, please? again? Stephen, PH. Thank you. But the problem with Baki isn't that it allowed diversity to be a consideration in admissions decisions. It's that university administrators turned an allowance into a requirement as a kind of racial gerrymander now permeates nearly every aspect of academic life. Yes, it does. From admissions decisions to faculty appointments to the racial makeup of contributors to essay collections, if affirmative action had been administered with a lighter hand, more nudge than mandate, it might have survived the court's scrutiny last year. Instead, it became a pervasive regime that frequently got in the way of the university's higher goals, particularly the open exchange of ideas, which do not exist at the failed academy. Hmm. The open exchange of ideas. No, it's a dictatorship. And if you want a ray of hope, these three college president buffoons who testified before Congress, they didn't know how to handle 
the students claiming Israel, uh, that's we, we need genocide against the Jews. They didn't know how to handle that. And I've explained to you why they didn't know how to handle that. The ray of hope is that that has opened some eyes. Here's today's ray of hope. You know, the Brett Stevens and others are saying, you mean it's this bad? You mean it's got to this point? Hmm. Yes, it has. It's Here been it getting is. to this point for the last 10, 20 years. Here we are. It's over. Uh, the ray of hope is now it 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 if you're interested, if the if the academy is interested, it can build itself back up, but it's gonna take a long time. And it's gonna take some courage, and it's gonna take people not to hire Claudine Gay, but hire somebody qualified, and then face the accusations that they're doing that because of racism. Her removal from the presidency at Harvard has nothing to do with racism. Nothing. There, I wanted to get that off my right, chest. Uh, the, uh, to Chris's point, uh, prior to being named president, Gay earned $879,079 as a faculty of arts and sciences dean in 2021, but they have not announced what she will be doing back in faculty, if it's the same job or uh, what. So, yes, Chris was very close, 900000 Well, and that's outrageous, and that's why the failed academy is ridiculously expensive. Eight hundred grand. Nine hundred to teach courses that I submit to you could not be graded for competition yeah, or achievement. She'll probably need a pay bump given all the trauma she's been through yeah. in the past few months. Well, can you imagine? Uh, all all she would have to do is threaten a lawsuit, and they probably bump her salary. Right. Uh, it's a shame, and she was humiliated, and. Uh, uh, I'm glad other people are seeing what's happened. Uh, uh, the we, little old town of Garage Logic has been onto the mystery for quite some time, and you're, we've seen it unfold in front of us mm-hmm. in a many ways. Chief among them, the climate. Chief among them, the failed academy, and uh, the whole DEI movement, which should be obliterated from American culture. It must be obliterated. There was, or a, we have no chance. I don't know who the other gentleman is, but apparently Norm Coleman and Matthew Brooks wrote a piece for Alpha citing that very thing. Why okay. DEI must go? It has to. It's yeah. it's 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 evil. It's a detrimental to your individual freedom and your ability to achieve. It's an evil doer. It's an evil doer. Evil doer. Evil doer. Yes. Okay, uh, just a minute here. Let me look at the old One watch. Let's take evil. a break and come back to John Height. First show. Hi, I'll start evil, over. An evil doer. Yes. Uh, Mr. President, what would you do if you wanted a nice, clean glass of water? Who would you call? Call Hofferman. boy. Hofferman Water, an independent, independent water treatment Cold dealer. Or hot. They offer sales, Medium. service, and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems. I'm a proud customer, have been for years. In fact, I love Hofferman so much. How much do you love it? Uh, I've had them in both of my homes, my, the previous home. You have it on one. your ranch, sir? Yes, on Crawford. Yeah. Yes. You drink a lot of water when you clear they, brush. They bring it to you. Yes. Yes. You don't have to go get it from them. Systematically. Uh, so here's the deal. Get on the schedule right now. 952-894-4040. Call them 
and schedule that free water analysis and have them come out to your home. You can also visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. Like I said, I've been a customer for years. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water, and I know that it will do the same for you and your family. Get on that schedule today. Visit HoffermanWater.com, and please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Does I have podcast. those pumps? Remember way back, a little house on the prairie had yes. to pump the water. We might yes. be able to get you set up with one of those, Old sir. school, yes. yes. John? Yes, sir. Do you have uh, the latest update on the homeless camp situation? I, I do not have that because it was evolving. I did see just see a thing on Twitter where there's a lot of yeah. cop cars there. That's about there all is. There's no, a big... judge has uh, ruled that uh, it shall be uh, disbanded. Correct. Right, but John's saying that was... right now they're at a, the cops are there and trying to clear Yeah, the it. judge ruled that two days ago, Joe. And said it could happen on Thursday today. I actually read about him, Brett Stevens, two days ago. <laughs> I was two days A federal ago. judge yesterday cleared the path for the city of Minneapolis to evict. Well, that, that story must have been printed yesterday because it was Tuesday. I don't care what it was, Joe. But anyway, it's yeah, he cleared that earlier this week and then said they could continue on or start doing it on Thursday. And now there's a bunch of police cars down there. Yeah. He made the ruling <clears throat> yesterday. January 3rd. Okay. Uh, but yes, yesterday. this is a January 3rd story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When it was printed, oh, I believe. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it doesn't help when you laugh at him. <laughs> Christian, uh, now I'm going to have to look up to see, make sure it was yesterday, don't you? <laughs> In fact, what you should do is part of the news story. You should say uh, on Tuesday earlier this week. Uh, I don't know who Matthew Brooks is. Matthew Brooks, the guy that wrote the piece with Norm. I I was not aware of his. Oh, I don't know who that is either. I don't know. Oh, it was Wednesday. Joe's right. Damn. Uh, Alpha News. A federal judge has allowed tomorrow's encampment eviction to move forward. <laughs> That's Eric Tostrad. Joe, Eric Tostrad is the judge. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I don't think he cares. The, the credit union. Oh, I didn't even know that. I mean, I mean, well, I, don't, I don't shut up. I grow up, and when I look at you, I throw up. Wow, there's an old one. Have you ever heard that one? That no. was the. Uh, Have you ever heard that one? Oh, you know what movie I watched over the break? What? Stand by me. That was such a good movie. That was a never seen it. Was a... You ain't seen it, Joe? I seen it. River Phoenix. Good one. River Phoenix. I seen it one time ago. I seen it. McLaren has not seen. Uh, what now? What was the? Um, it was in the Coliseum. Darius of Fire? No, no. It was uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. So how have you not seen Gladiator? Oh, that's a great movie. Can I can I tell you something? I haven't seen it. You are sh I ain't seen it. You like Gladiator movies, Joey? Not Did really. he just get me? Yeah. Write one down for him because he just got me. You have Glad seriously Glad seen Gladiator. Gladiators has one of the greatest lines ever. Are on you not my, entertained? On my command. Oh no! The better line though is, "Are you not entertained?" Are you not entertained? Oh, I thought it was. He was kind of a bit. Have By you seen what? him recently? No. 
Yeah, he Russell, doesn't look. Why has that been kind to Russell? Come on, in, we're in a break. Yeah, we're in a break. Oh. Yeah. Don't expect much, right? Don't expect much. No, expect oh. great things. Yeah, well, you talking Joe too much. Yeah. He's been way talking to Joe too much. How are you? So, yeah. Let's go here. Yes. Hit the button. Yes, sir. Rookie, I need. Uh, I need something. Is there a break? Chris, what was Chris that? is there is there a break? Are we on break? Is there a break? Yes. Chris? yes I in the middle of the news. Okay, yes. let's go. Come on. North Come on. American Bank Company. Great. No, you are. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do to that newspaper? Twenty twenty four. You ready, Ruck? Yeah. Okay, rolling. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Hanging here over me. Caught up in love and money. Sure ain't the way it's supposed to be. you, here's the way it's supposed to be. I'm going to tell you the way it's supposed to be. Freemasonry. Call me now. What do you know? You probably don't know much. Freemasonry is the world's first and largest fraternal organization, a brotherhood of like-minded men who genuinely care about each other and is based on the belief that everyone has a responsibility to help make the world a better place. Pretty simple, right? Through its culture of philanthropy, they make a profound difference for brothers, their families, their communities, and our future. Freemasons find satisfaction in part of being a centuries-old fraternity whose traditions, core values, are important for our society today and will endure for centuries to come because they're pure. There's over 7,000 Masons in Minnesota in over 100 lodges throughout the state. Why am I telling you this? Because they want to get the word out. They're business owners, doctors, lawyers, teachers, parents, grandparents, guided by faith and principles we all believe in, working together to make a difference. Basically, they're garage logicians. If you want to learn more about Freemasonry in Minnesota, go to mnfreemasons.org. That's mnfreemasons.org. Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. This news update brought to you by North American Banking Company. A federal judge yesterday cleared the path for the city of Minneapolis to evict the people living in a high-profile encampment. Uh, this means it's scheduled for today, and it appears to be happening on Twitter. Uh, all I'm seeing is a lot of video with a lot of police cars in the area, but it means the city can clear out Camp Nanukasi. Where the remaining residents go next is unknown. About 150 people call the homeless encampment uh, home. Hennepin County's dashboard notes they have 54 open shelter beds, so they appear to be short of space for about 100 of the camp's residents. Almost all of the available space is only available for one night. Uh, I'm monitoring it, John. Yes, sir. Via mm -hmm. the Sahan Journal's reporter, I believe her name is Caitlin View. And it's saying police presence is still here, but they're giving camp occupants and organizers time to relocate. Uh, well, doesn't that just mean then that they're going to go somewhere else and set up oh, shop? I believe a camp is already underway, not far away from this camp. But they have had, I mean, this is it's a sad situation. Um, some of them are down on their luck. Some of them are there by choice. But they're, they've been given ample time to find something. I can't believe that Minnesota has run out of charitable sources or is it because they don't want to follow the rules at that's, these charitable sources and is. want to live their own lifestyle? Then I'd have less sympathy for them. Uh, Police Chief Brian O'Hara is on the scene talking to, what would you call it, 
who would be a leader of a homeless encampment? Organizer? Or director. So, Organi- an organizer. Is that a paid position? Probably I, mean, I, not. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It just, on the news, though, it just looks like a, a real serious mess. Yeah. It just, yeah. it's a lot of. It is a serious mess. It doesn't look like it. It is. Okay. It's unsightly, isn't it, Joe? It's unhealthy. That's what I say. In other news, authorities say a felon celebrating the new year by drinking and shooting an AR-15 rifle into the air led to the shooting of an 11-year-old Minneapolis girl who was inside her home. All this was a New Year's celebration. Two days after the shooting, Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara held a press conference yesterday to announce an arrest and call the shooting a case of what he said was absolutely reckless celebratory behavior. Lanera Wilson is awaiting surgery to remove a bullet fragment from her face. Police say that Wilson was in her bedroom when she was hit in the face by a stray bullet just minutes into the new year. James William Turner of Fridley has been arrested in connection to the shooting. She was taken to a hospital for treatment, but her injury wasn't considered life-threatening. The chief said it's by the grace of God that Wilson was only injured and not killed. Turner, who is a convicted felon barred from carrying a firearm, was booked into the Hennepin County Jail on suspicion of first-degree assault. Did you make it to midnight on New Year's Eve? I did not. Okay. I did. I did, but, too. Yeah. I did, too. Yeah. You remember it. 12.02, then I was out cold. Okay, great. <laughs> Why are Home you bit- asking me that? I think that's a sensical question around New Year's Eve. I just want to see if you made it. Oh, you were, the uh, tr- you were triggered by the shooting at midnight. Yes, New Year's Eve. Cel- what was your celebration? Mm-hmm. I, didn't, well, I didn't shoot I didn't anything. want to pry. I didn't shoot anything. Okay, and you're not a convicted felon. No. Convicted. As far as you know. Right. Home builders wrapped up the year with good news in Minnesota. Housing <laughs> First Minnesota reporting Metro builders pulled permits for 401 single-family homes in December. That's a 51% increase from the December before. Art Pratt is the president of construction operations for Pratt Homes. He told our friends at Five Eyewitness News, the year ended fairly strong. We're seeing things return to what I would like to call normal. Pratt Homes has been building villas in Woodbury, which had the biggest number of permits issued in December. Rosemount saw the second highest number of permits, and that was followed by the city of Blaine. Pioneer Press reporting Minnesota's Capitol building was one of several across the U.S. targeted by bomb threats Wednesday morning, according to a spokesman with the State Patrol. About nine in the morning, State Patrol Capitol Security learned of an email bomb threat to the Capitol and locked it down so officers could search the building, according to Lieutenant Jill Frankfurth. The threat disrupted activities at the building, including a hearing of the Minnesota Supreme Court. Minnesota's Capitol building wasn't the only one affected by threats. Connecticut, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, Mississippi, and Montana also evacuated office buildings Wednesday, noting threats came from a spate of false reports of shootings at the homes of public officials in recent days. Troopers, security officers, and an explosives detecting dog did multiple searches of our capital between 9.30 and 10.15 in the morning. They did not find anything suspicious. Minnesota's Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is in contact with federal authorities and officials in other states investigating all those threats. Science Museum of Minnesota announcing yesterday it's received a $6.5 million donation. That would be the largest philanthropic gift in its 117-year history. It came from the estate of a longstanding donor. William D. Wells, a globetrotting pioneer in combining the disciplines of psychology, marketing, and research for major consumer brands, 
wrote more than 60 books and academic papers before retiring as a professor of advertising from the U of M School of Journalism and Mass Communication. He died in September 2020, leaving behind a sizable estate that has allowed him to continue to encourage others to explore the intersections of scientific research, media, and general education. In 2021, Twin Cities Public Television got a $9 million gift from the Wells estate, and uh, now Wells has uh, given the $6.5 million to the Science Museum, which is located on Kellogg Boulevard, overlooking the St. Paul. What River was his first name? William, I believe, right? Uh, Bill William. Wells. No, why have I not I, I'm heard of him, him or known him? The Wells I've, Foundation? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he would have made a good president of Harvard. He would be the type. I mean, there you go. Yeah. 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 Uh, why don't we take a break here? And uh, when we come back, there has been another school shooting today, and uh, we'll give you all the up-to-date oh, details on that. All right. I'll bump back. What do you need from me? I still need a... uh, Walter? Yes. Christ, rookie's the only one making any money. Well, Kenny's not here. And uh, Eco's taking a break. uh, That's not totally true, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit misleading, Joe. It's 100% true. A bit misleading. It's damn near close enough. Uh, Um, Walter, okay. Well, then I need a minute. And I gotta, yeah, we're okay. I got to tighten some things up. Pulling up the here. site here. I got to find out to Willie Wells. Is. Willie. That Zion, is it Zion Williams or Williamson? Williamson. He's pretty good. Yep. Number one overall pick. Did you take in the ball game last night? Well, I'm a fair weather fan. I tuned in the last quarter. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Uh, they finally lost two in a row. John P.K. Mayo. Yes, sir. Um, is he well known? Yeah, pretty well known. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, like you know. stuff a lot. The more I'm digging into his, um, art is what do you call it? Yeah. Library. Well, mix it up a little. You know, there's a lot of Dylan stuff we haven't heard. No, we pretty much have heard everything. Can we play the Dylan stuff that he does in the basement when he creates a lead for a song he's listening to? Sure. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Is that stuff available on social media? Yeah, too? I have uh, it. I think. Yeah, YouTube, or YouTube, Jesus, uh, not YouTube, but uh, Twitter, Twitter, and. Okay. I think, you know what, I think I'm going to, oh, I'm not going to tell you what I'm thinking I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do? Yeah, hey, gonna do. you know what I'm going to do? I'm thinking about, but I'm going to buy a Cadillac. You're going to what? <laughs> what? You can't find out much about this guy. Bill Wells? Yeah, Dr. William D. Wells. All right. Are you ready, Joe? For what? <laughs> the end of time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rook, you ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm rolling. It's time to play. What a hardware store. <laughs> you know, you can mess around and go to a hardware store. And look around for parts for your heating unit, your cooling unit, your air purification system. But why would you waste the time? Why wouldn't you go with welterheating.com? Ray and Welter, 100 years of experience, plus four generations. They've got all the answers. They've got all the parts. They've got certified techs that will come out to your home. Emergency service. Hopefully, you don't have to use it. Hopefully, you're smart enough to make sure that your heating unit, furnace, whatever you have, is working properly before it conks out. 
that can be pretty pricey. So make sure it's serviced regularly and have it serviced by one of those certified techs that are right over there in Minneapolis, 612-825-6867. Answered by a human being, and then they'll tell you where they need to send your call. If you want to make an appointment, you can do it online as well. But why not give them a call? Check out their website, welterheating.com. Click on the blog to see free answers as to if you have a problem, it might be a quick, easy fix. 612-825-6867. The name Welter's been around for over a century and will continue in this town. Heat up your shelter with Ray and Welter. Thank you, Rook. Uh, In more news, uh, there has been a school shooting. It was in Iowa. The suspect in the shooting at Perry High School has died of what investigators believe is a self-inflicted gunshot wound, according to a law enforcement official. Multiple people were shot at the school this morning. The school's about 20 minutes, or the shooting, excuse me, happened about 20 minutes before school started. Heavy police and medical presence was seen at the high school about 40 miles northwest of downtown Des Moines. FBI Agents from the Omaha Des Moines office are helping out with the investigation. Parents started arriving about 8.50 to find their kids. City spokesperson Chris Cohia said the elementary school nearby was locked down. All students there are being kept in the rooms. Uh, Perry has a population of about 8,000 residents. The high school is part of the 1,785-student Perry Community School District. Uh, No other word on uh, the condition of the people who were shot or how many were wounded. It's believed the only person killed in this was the shooter who, as we said, took his or her own life. Are kids back in school following the Christmas break? Yes. Yes, they are. Hmm. Um, I don't know if St. Paul is yet. I didn't see. They might any, be on Monday. I didn't see any evidence of it today. No, I think they're on Monday. They're still off. They went out on the twenty third or twenty second. So did my kids. I don't know. Hmm. No wonder they can't read it. Great. Well, your level. kids are in like a one room schoolhouse out there, right? <laughs> right. In the rural yes. country. Ma and Pa Ingles right. got to drop them off. Miss Beetle. The, uh... Hey, uh, before I continue with news, the music we're playing today, uh, PK Mayo, Paul Mayasich, uh, he plays locally a lot. Go see him. He's very yeah. good. He's yeah. very good. I the the further further the further I'm digging into his library, the more I'm becoming a fan. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, he's a very good artist, very good guitar player and singer. From the Wall Street Journal, Russia is planning to buy short-range ballistic missiles from Iran, a step that would enhance Moscow's ability to target Ukraine's infrastructure at a critical moment in the conflict. Moscow's plans have provoked a deep concern within the Biden administration. Come as support wanes in Congress for continued U.S. military assistance, delivery of the Iranian missiles could happen as soon as the spring if the purchase proceeds. Uh, U.S. officials say they don't think, though, the deal has yet been completed. The Iranian missiles would add to Moscow's recent acquisitions. Democrats on the House Oversight Committee releasing a 156-page report this morning accusing former President Trump of exploiting the presidency to financially benefit himself and members of his family. He Trump's do that. Trump's businesses, according to the report, received at least uh, $7.8 million from authoritarian governments, including China, Saudi Arabia, and Qatar. The report is the culmination of a nearly seven-year investigation. It says records and documents obtained by House Oversight Democrats reveal what they call a stunning web of millions of dollars in payments made by formal uh, governments and their agents directly to Trump 
owned businesses while Trump is in the White House. These new details into the former president's finances come as House Republicans continue their own impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden and his family's finances. GOP investigators alleging the president financially benefited from his family's foreign business dealings. Documents that include the names of more than 100 people connected to Jeffrey Epstein, including business associates and accusers, among others, were made public last night. Some folks who were expecting any bombshells were a bit disappointed. Yes, the documents do contain some familiar names, including those of former presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Neither are accused of any wrongdoing. More than 900 pages of mostly unredacted documents were released. Much of the information has been previously reported. Many of those whose names are mentioned are not accused of any wrongdoing. Okay, among them is Stephen Hawking. Uh, that puzzles me. I don't get that it. one puzzles me. You know, uh, you know? Maybe uh, he just yeah. reads it for the articles. Is I that guess what you're he, saying? I guess he was there. To, I don't know what. That's an unsavory crowd uh, that uh, Jeff hung around with. There is one account that has the power rankings. So of all the, the documents being released, the, the the number of times a name is given. Yes. So you know your Wild Bills on there, right. Dershowitz right. is on there, things like that. I thought Al Gore. that's a lot of work just to get a few clicks, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it With fangs that could pierce yep. a human fingernail. Hey now. The largest male specimen of the world's most venomous spider has found Ooh. a new home at Ooh. the Australian Reptile Park. Figures would be Australia where everything there will kill you. Mm-hmm. It's a funnel web spider that they've named Hercules. It was found on the central coast, 50 miles north of Sydney. Spider experts from the nearby park retrieved it and soon realized it was the biggest male specimen ever received from the public in Australia. The spider is 3.1 inches from foot to foot. So that's, that, that's, that's a big, big spider. Idea. That's a big and spider. And it can bite through a fingernail? It can, yes. Uh, Sydney, Sydney funnel web, uh, Sydney funnel web spiders usually range about half the size of this one, who they named Hercules, with females being generally larger than their male counterparts, but not as deadly. They're mostly in forested areas. And I don't like this suburban gardens. I feel like you'd be working in your garden and find that. Uh, See Hercules coming crawling towards yeah. you. Now Hercules will splat. He will serve a good purpose here. He's contributing to the Republic Parks, uh, reptile parks. Excuse me, anti-venom program. Safely captured spiders handed in by the public undergo milking to extract venom essential for producing life-saving anti-venom. In case so if, if so, if this spider by. bites you, you need an antidote. You need uh, a bambulance. Yes. Yeah. 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 You need a bambulance. You need the serum. That's yeah. correct. You need ointment. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Hans is a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. Uh-oh. Subject line: Stephen Hawking. It truly does remain undefeated. It really does. Right. No matter you what. fight your way there. Right. You're, you know. Hey. Where's the party? Let's go here. It's time to play. What hardware store? Hawking's here. Uh, who do we got in mind? Jeez. Yeah. From the Wall Street Journal, your grandparents apparently were onto something when they ate those early bird dinners or suppers, whatever you want to call them. The best time to eat the evening meal? Four hours before bedtime. I agree. Peak dinner time in America is 6.19 p.m., but it varies from a little after 5 p.m. to after 8 
p.m. depending on That's the part too of late. the country. I hate to eat late. I'm not eating at eight o'clock. I don't like to eat late either. Nutritionalists vary on whether uh, or when uh, dinner or supper should be served, but agree it should be at least two hours before bedtime. Most important factor here is melatonin, the hormone that signals it's time to sleep. Mm -hmm. Melatonin, which begins to rise about three hours before we go to bed, also tells the pancreas Mm -hmm. to cut back on insulin production. If you have a sugar spike after eating late, the body has a harder time regulating blood sugar. I'll see. That could put us at risk of diabetes and other metabolic disorders. For that reason, he says the ideal dinner time, three to four hours before bed. What you eat also matters. Slower digesting food like meat keeps you full longer. The uh, study says only in the last 100 years have we seen easily digestible, highly processed food. And 70% of the calories a lot of people eat now come from carbohydrates, which is not a good thing. The modern American diet makes timing your family dinners, according to this study, even more important. John, we have an update on the homeless encampment. Yes, sir. We now have a a fire at said homeless encampment. Okay. Jeez. Where is this, by the way? Uh, Hold on. um, 14th Avenue and... It's it's over there, over there across the it's Ford Bridge. Over there. It's over there. It's on the west side Which of town. It's pretty much my own reference to getting to Minneapolis, <laughs> crossing the Ford Bridge. It's down from the dome. <laughs> you know, Lake Street every once in a while. But Pornhub has blocked access in two more states over age verification laws. Uh, users who try to visit the site in North Carolina and Montana are now shown a video of performer Sherry DeVille and a message explaining why their states are now blocked. Two separate age verification laws were enacted on January 1st in South Carolina and Montana, both requiring users to confirm their age. Legislation also opens the door for individuals to sue if they believe sites were violating the new rules. Pornhub's decision to block access in the new states is part of an ongoing protest against new laws governing who can see Pornhub. Asking for a friend, is Sherry with an S or a CH? Similar pieces of legislation which require users of pornographic sites to verify their age through government IDs have been passed in Louisiana, Arkansas, Utah, and Mississippi. Pornhub has already cut access to its content for anyone with a Utah-based IP address over a similar law. Uh, By the way, Pornhub users, if you're wondering, spend an average of 10 minutes and 9 seconds per visit on the site. Really? Yeah, just in case you're wondering. 10 minutes searching and... I spend more Nine than seconds. that on the sites I go to. Bring it to woodyvoter.com. Paintaboat.com. <laughs> oh, look at this one. Brushes and brooms. International. <laughs> Buildingbridges.com. Yeah. Yes. Bringatrailer.com. I love that. Oh yeah, you unload that British car. Yeah. Yeah. You're a naughty girl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, um, <laughs> that was funny, Chris. Thank you. Maybe you I, I didn't catch it. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Yeah. Never uh, mind. Pro tip police in Colorado say they caught a burglar trying to get away last weekend in Uber. Don't call an Uber. No, you, you can't do that. Ridge. According to the Wheat Wait Ridge, here, I'll be right back. Yeah. According to the Wheat Ridge Police Department, officers responded to a report of a burglary at Blue Sky Plumbing. A 911 caller reported seeing a hole in the fence, said they had security footage of a man stealing tools. Arriving officers said they spoke to an Uber driver who they saw waiting in the area. 
driver told them he was called to pick up a fella named Jose who was walking toward the car. How do you spell uh, Jose? With an H. With an H. 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 Yeah, it starts with an H. Officers stopped and questioned the man before he got into the Uber. He provided officers with a fake name, but they were able to find a backpack uh, on him that had more than $8,700 worth of tools inside. The man Give me later. Boy's name that starts with the letter H. <laughs> Jose. Got it. I do know a guy, John, that this happened to. Really? A friend of mine from high school, this was three or four years ago, was working for Uber, picked up a guy at MSP, uh, thought it was unusual they had to drive him. I think it was Sioux Falls, either Sioux Falls or Sioux City. I can't remember, but a lengthy drive. He said, hey, uh, I'm going to make sure I check in my hotel, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, he was surrounded by squads. He's saying, what the hell here? What's yeah. going on? Uh, this guy had a nice uh, supply of drugs in his in his. Oh. He, my buddy was fine. He was sure. for about 30 minutes and then sent on his way. But yeah, this stuff happens apparently pretty frequently. Oh. Well, if you can't afford a Not car, a you know. Right. Not a good place. John, thank you. You're welcome. That's just fantastic. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Yep, my buddy Josh. Where to go, Josh? <laughs> he said it was the damnedest thing. I, the guy was super nice, slept half the way, but all of a sudden they got there and he said, "Why is there fifteen <laughs> squad cars around my my suburban?" Because <laughs> they like don't want a paper trail, yeah, Joe. Stay away from this. But he brought up a good question, and rookie, I blame you. Yes. How did the guy get the drugs if right. it was in his luggage? Do you know what I'm saying? Because he picked him up at MSP. Well, he must, I don't know, he must have hit it in there. He must have got through. So he's obviously he didn't carry it on. Were you briefed about this? I can't speak with authority on this. Well, because but you know what I'm saying? Briefed. Even if it's, even if he checked it, it still goes through. Yeah, but they could miss it though too. Oh, it's the greater chance of it being missed is on, right? Okay, because they because they they do uh, TSA does tests. Can you take a knife on a plane? No, uh, you can't even take a little. Can you pack the knife? Just got her. Bag, yeah. Just got her nail file confiscated when we were flying back from San Diego. That's a little. Well, I've, I've had the CP's need, uh, knitting needles confiscated. That's just stupid. Chicago, Mexico. Mm. When did you go to Mexico? Uh, that cost you a buck or two? Yeah. <laughs> I we think that we don't talk about this. Yeah, so. we don't talk about this. Oh, I thought we talked about yeah, this. You talked about that on the show. I did. Didn't you? I've been there twice. So. I ain't going back. You're done. I love Mexico. Well, good for you. <laughs> You guys see the video of the guy attacking the judge? Oh, in Vegas? How about the guy's leap? I mean, he looked like an Olympic uh, yeah, something. Because yeah, they're pretty high off the ground, don't they? Oh, yeah. Did the judge get hurt? Well, he got a few licks in, it looks yeah, like. They, they said she was okay, and two guys basically pulled. But the, even those two guys are having a hard time uh, getting Restraining him. Yeah. Yeah. Restraining, thank you, good word. That's what I'm here for, John. Let's go here. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Here's the thing though with YouTube, you gotta give me a second or two to because they have to they have to play an ad on these clips. What are you doing? 
queuing up another song at the request of the host of the show. Uh, Dylan? I want new music. Yeah. With two C's and a K. Yes. All right. Uh, No ads, sir. Although, let me just double check with a bit of a snap. Yeah, you'll get in trouble if you don't check. Yeah, there's a lot of emails that'll end up being a part of. Okay, Joe, um, here we go. Give the talent. Joe. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Dylan? PK Mayo today. Only. Yeah. Because they come to us all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. That's where we are today. From the traveling Lymans. Yep. It was on this day. Joe, today is January 4th. In 1854, the Territorial Agricultural Society held its first meeting. The group evolved into the State Agricultural Society, the governing body of the state fair. Hmm. On the same day, the 5th Territorial Legislature convened in an official Capitol building for the first time. Hmm. On this day, 1-4, in 1874, the Catholic Industrial School was incorporated. The school began operation in 1877 on the shores of St. Paul's Lake Meneth. You know where I'm going here? No, Meneth. That lake was drained and was used as the site of the University of St. Thomas. Hmm. In 1879, the school moved to Clontarf, where Franciscan teachers instructed white and Native American boys in agriculture and industrial arts. Funding for such institutions was later cut, and the school was sold to the federal government in 1897. Hmm. So I take it there's no relationship between the Catholic Industrial School and then what later became known as the University of St. Thomas. But the Catholic Industrial School was on Lake Meneth. Then it moved to Clontarf, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> the lake was drained, and that became site of the University of St. Thomas. Oh, the lake was drained. That's why I'm not oh. familiar with Lake Clontarf. Clontarf, Joe, is a railroad town in Swift County. I'll be damned. Established by Bishop John Ireland of St. Paul in 1877 as a Catholic colony on the prairie. Scott, Sherburn, Sibley, St. Louis, Stern, Steele, Stevenson, Swift are your... S counties. Okay. Meneth sounds like a word. You're trying to say something else. You're a menace to society. Right. You're a menace. Yes. 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 Ethel Thayer. And finally, on this day, (laughs) in 1920, Uh William E. Colby was born in St. Paul. He served as director of the Central Intelligence Agency from 1973 to 1976 under Presidents Nixon and Gerald Ford. I wonder if my old man knew him. It was been about the same age. William E. Colby. He was fond of cheese. 
William E. Colby was born in St. Paul, director of the Central oh, Intelligence Agency. Yikes. I apologize for that. I must share and one. You, you didn't use your mental editing. No, I there. didn't. That wasn't just it. Was, I it discovered, was silly. I discovered one this morning based upon a question from my son on this day in 1983. What happened at the Metrodome? Oh, another uh, snow collapse. Tony Dorsett recorded the longest touchdown in NFL history. Really? 99 oh. and a half yards against the Vikings. I have a football question as long as you brought that up. Sure. Is is the NFL heading towards eliminating the kickoff? They're trying desperately, yes. Because no one returns the ball anymore. It's very rare. You're right. Is that by design? Yeah, they're trying to eliminate injuries, they, they say. Because the hits on kickoff returns are so violent. Yeah. Well, the, what what determines what? I suppose a player will still return a kickoff if he can capture the ball in front of the end zone. Right. They're not going to go back into the end zone and get one. Well, there's two or three guys that will actually. And if yeah. you watch on a, a yeah. somewhat weekly basis, there's guys yeah. who insist on doing it basically. But quick back to the Dorset play. The best part about the 99 and a half yard run against the Vikings, the Cowboys only had 10 players on the field. Whoops. Yeah. And he still ran it for me. <laughs> wow. Was that a playoff game? I would assume, right? If it was January fourth. On... I I remember him running, but I don't remember what either that or it was the, the, was the last game, but I would think if it was January fourth and eighty three. The season was done before January fourth in nineteen eighty three. Yeah. There you go. Was that last yeah. or was that Bud coming back? In eighty three? That would have been Bud's last year, right? I don't know. I don't. There was a mix-up. There was a because Les was eighty-four and Bud came back in eighty-five. I don't know. And then Jerry took over. Yeah. Is that going to do it? I think so. I just had a simple question. I don't know why it became a coaching litany. What else? Uh, Bud Grant sixty-seven to eighty-three. Steckel eighty-four. Bud back in eighty-five. There you go. Wow. Four Super Bowl. Kevin O'Connell. 2022 to question mark. How about YouTube on Garage Logic? Well, what I usually do is I go and subscribe to Garage Logic because you can do it for free and you only have to do it once and then you are a subscriber. Uh, that's free. Garage Logic Town Council is not free, but almost 10 bucks a month or $100 for the entire year. And you're entertained. And this way, until... if you're a town council member, you can rip us in real time. Yeah. If you are angry about <laughs> hey, something you heard of. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. And it's usually Kenny that texts me or uh, sends me an email to the council. You can do it. GarageLogic.com, Chuck. <laughs> Apparently, that was not yet the playoffs, which is weird because it was on Monday Night Football. Wow. Jeez. Well, I'm wrong again. It had, well, it had to be the last game of the season. It had to have been the before last the playoffs. Game. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> of course, I guess the playoffs wouldn't have been as long then, would they? True. Last week's teams. Yeah. Not as many teams, John. Not as many teams. The nation's news gatherers. Whoops. It's 2024, Joe, not 2023. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. I just need a moment where I can pull this up. And we're going to go to drafts, not the NFL drafts. I have a draft folder. 
and I am ready for you. The nation's news gatherers are starting to catch on to the failed academy. Gatherers are catching on to the failed academy. Do I capitalize, I capitalize nations, right? No. No. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, the AP. That's capitalized. Mm -hmm. Yep. Takes money from a Danish, uh, allegedly takes money. Oh, for God's sake. Allegedly. Takes, takes money, money from a Danish organization. Danish capital. Organization. Yep. That promotes the end of fossil fuel use. AP, hold on. The AP allegedly takes money from a Danish organization that promotes the end of fossil fuel use. Right. Fossil fuel use. Okay. Fossil fuel uh, use. 55. Emailer. Yep. Contests. 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 The validity. Oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> the, these the aren't hard words to spell. Yep. <laughs> of the Christmas light prank. Comma, Joe puts a bullet into the forehead of the bit. <laughs> Period. I'm going to have to come and check this one, aren't I? No. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're okay. You yeah, don't have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you go. Go. No, we're missing yeah, yeah, something okay. big. What? Uh, okay, that would have been, yeah, okay. Or maybe we're not. Email or doesn't look like it's a word? Oh, because it's E space mailer. Uh, how about, e, how about e dash mailer? I like dash better. Okay. E dash mailer. Uh huh. E dash. That's an e dash mailer. It was nice of e Kenny to get back to me and tell me how he's doing. Well, maybe he's resting. <laughs> oh, okay, Mr. Sensitivity. <laughs> I sent him a text. That's the only reason All I right. did too. I said, hey, so did I. he never responded. Oh, oh wait. we're still on the. Council. I said I'm leaving you alone. He said thank you, right away. <laughs> You're so foolish. <sighs> the Golden Bachelor wedding is tonight. Jesus H Christ! How do you know that? I see it on a family texting thread. Jesus. I don't think I'll see it. You ain't seen it. I ain't seen that one. How about the one that the, didn't she the, end up in the hospital? The or babe something? that was a contender, this FEMA chick. She gets all over the front page of the Star Tribune the other day. She had she couldn't take a dump. Her, <laughs> her intestines were clogged up. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. You know, that's not really a way to go suiting, is it? <laughs> no. For a no. Uh, hey, uh, I got a little blockage here. Other than that, trying to play the hardware store. I wonder yeah. how I, I missed that you story. You gotta be desperate for publicity <laughs> to allow that to be in the yes. paper. <laughs> I tried. That just that alone says no go zone. Why didn't you try calling? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great I, Saturday Night uh, Live skit. Colon blow. Yes. And we sitting on like fifteen things of cereal. Well, I mean, really, woman, you <laughs> passed yourself off as this hip, sixty-eight year old chick, and you got the your fit, and and you're really gaming for this, and uh, 
Yeah, you got a little. I got to stop for a while. I got a blockage. There's my blockage <laughs> on the front page of the bleeping paper. Was that on the Star Tribune? Seriously? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh God! Whoops, oh, Claudine. <laughs> Whatever the hell her name Yellow. is. I like the squeaky oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's the best. Sneeze, <laughs> sneeze and a fart at the same time. <laughs> you just can't beat it. You really can't. <laughs> Aren't we, oh, we are. We really are. All so right. I go admit it. I go search this. The first thing that pops up. People yeah. ask, did the girl on The Good Bachelor girl. in Paradise okay. ever poop? You're oh, right. Hey, nice, Joe. Johnny. John found a story. Did the girl on the Paradise Bachelor ever poop? Question mark. That's what you should write about today. Is that what it was headlined? That's what it was, John. It's thought. a it's a Reddit thread. The Reddit a Reddit thread, thread Joe. Is that going to be your column for today? Yeah. Do it. Did she ever poop? Did you know what? Hey, Joe. All kidding aside, if you did that, it would be your most popular flipping column. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> oh. oh, just for the social experiment? Oh my God, that would be so funny. Hey, you know, if I am that... really cool looking for my age, yeah, but I don't have a bowel problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do uh, you do it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> See you, bro. That's what we're here for, the fart jokes. Well, yeah. fellas, I got to go, too, because I have to pick up my wife. So. Why don't you just put her down? Huh? Oh. Is she flying somewhere? Or no, 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 she's from work because we got to take the dog to the vet. So, Oh. No, nothing. Just, Larry. He's got the little did uh, you send me news stories? I did. Thank you, John. I, di I did. I sounded pretty excited there, didn't I? I, I did, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. All right. Let's finish this up. Uh, is anybody going up to Sock Rapids? What is it? Today. Is it? I got to go to the vet. I'm going to go. Oh, okay. I'm going to go by. Swing by. I'm going to swing by on my way home. <laughs> Sock Rapids. Yeah. No, I just, I, I'll feel terribly guilty if I don't. I've known you. Pat a long time. So I got you. Plus, it's one of those where it's gonna be so busy, you just you're in, you're out. It's like going to Wisconsin. It's a reference from stripes when they're gonna steal them. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Zip going to Czechoslovakia. You zip in, you zip out. It's like going to Wisconsin. You can really tell what era you worked at that theater because all the quotes you know are from movies that you must have seen a thousand times during that era. Just over and over again. <laughs> Was Trading Places one of them? Yes. Is that Problem Offices? The Problem Offices? Uh, wait, no, did I? Did you guys see wait. his new one that came out? The, or at least the preview of the new one that came out, the I, Christmas movie? I, I watched it, actually. Was it any good? Yeah, it was cute. It was, you know. It was fun. It's Eddie Murphy. I don't want cute. I want raw. I want that's well, what no, I it's, want. It's not raw. I mean, I know there's, there's the, some, the stuff he but, did on oh, AIDS back then. It he and was being gay. So uh, he couldn't do that funny. today. I know, no, but probably he's not, funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why not? Chappelle's doing it. Chappelle's it, making transgender jokes for crazy. And it wasn't. A, 
police officer, just a gay guy on top going, woo, 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 <laughs> all over the, the gay police or whatever. The, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Bitch, she was funny. Well, I haven't seen those in a long time. That was so the first time Jess and I dated. That was our big. We're gonna stay in and watch Doctor Doolittle. Oh my god! And I thought, wow. boy, this chick's lucky. She's hot. This, this is, is gonna yeah, last this is, about yeah, right. six months. I would not do this for any other person. Doctor Doolittle. She hates when I tell that story. Well, I didn't know what you'd want to watch. Not Doctor. Not Doctor F. Well, I mean, let's be honest. We weren't really gonna watch the movie anyway. But hey now. Why, sorry, what are you doing? Making... sorry, Nana, if you're a town yeah, council sorry, member. What's going on there? I really wanted to watch Debbie Does Dallas, but. No, it's, it's like, <laughs> what? This is what you want to watch? I've never think... seen Dr. Doolittle, I confess. Yeah, John, guess what? Guess. Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Johnny, I'll see you. I got to get ready to go to. Yeah, I got to run to see a rook. Well, Chris, you're on your own, buddy. Okay. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, All right. Bye, Council. It was early, so I'm not staying real late at the airport.